And here we are, we are live on the Red Pill News for y'all out there. I tell you this, there's weird stuff going on, and I like it. <laughs> I'm an I'm a entropy freak, uh, I'm a kind of like, you know, the action, the, the feeling, the emotion. Sometimes I think uh, I'm an emotional vampire. Things I've picked up from past relationships. Perhaps you get bitten. <laughs> That's it. So when we think of, of, of things that we're pretty sure of, and those things aren't necessarily true, is it truly a letdown or is it kind of learned from the experience? Like for many people, including myself, we all thought Russia was this huge, powerful country, right? The big Russian, you know? They always come off like they're super tough and they can they can eat nails and do all kinds of stuff and you know roll into any country they want to destroy it and whatever, right? But in reality, they they they're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in reality, I mean this whole thing with the Ukraine, you would think that they would have gotten right in there and and won and that would have been it. They they look like like laughing stocks throughout the world and i mean win or lose in the war vladimir putin has lost his edge lost any kind of respect anybody had for that dude from from even his allies are on his allies you know the the president of kazakhstan was supposed to be right there for him he helped him out with paratroopers and uh and then, I guess, what, last week, the other day, whatever it was, Putin was uh, on some some show or at some meeting. Uh, they were televised, and the president of Kazakhstan was there. And then Putin, like, you know, welcomed them to the stage, and the president of Kazakhstan took, took a while to get up there. You know, instead of being right there right away like he used to be, people people don't have that fear for him. They don't. He doesn't have the edge. I've seen it in Brooklyn. When and this is gonna sound crazy, Queens too. When you had the leader of a drug block, you know, the bad guy on the street, the bad guy in the town. Although usually there's a lot of bad guys in those places. Uh, and then people were afraid of them. They're afraid that you know whatever. They have a lot of stories behind them. So, and then when they start to fall, you can see the people start to walk away. The one closest to them are usually the ones who, who cut their throat. So with Putin, nobody wants, nobody in Russia wants this war. The ones who, they, a lot of them don't even understand what's going on. The older people who are, are fixated on the Russian media, Russian media is going to lie to them. There is, there has been people in the Russian media that actually came out against the war and they were removed, you know. Because that's that's against the narrative that Putin's pushing that Ukrainians are are Nazis and they're they're the aggressors. <laughs> they were just sitting there minding their own business, and he went there and upseated forty million people because he wanted to. Because he got all hyped up, he got some some beer muscles or something, man, vodka muscles. Watching all those old videos uh, on how the the Russians took all these territories, so. There's there's something to be said for madness, you know, and not letting people be in control who are. Unfortunately, this is the way humans break down. I've been observing y'all for a while. The peaceful people don't want war. You don't want to fight. You don't want to you don't want to beat up the neighborhood bully because it's not you. It's not in you. It's not part of what you are. So, so you think, or so you think, until people are pushed to a a a certain tipping point where they cross over, and then they they become that aggressor. They become not 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 the demons that they hate, but they be, they rise to the occasion to fight those demons. Because if you let those demons win, they will control your life, your loved ones' lives, everyone around you. And this has happened throughout history, multiple times happened throughout history. 
So Putin is at the end of the road. He's on his exit ramp. He's sick. He's got all kinds of issues. And now here he is back in the media. You know, they lost a lot of land that the Russians are on the defensive. The Ukrainians are the aggressors. They're fighting on. They're getting more stuff. We're even mulling around giving them tanks. Tanks with, with, with you know, with, I love how they say, you know, here's, here's some tanks, but there's a few stipulations attached to it. A few things you can't do with a tank. They don't want them rolling into St. Petersburg, blasting the, those those garlic uh, <laughs> buildings or whatever, Moscow or whatever. <laughs> they don't want that to happen. So Putin comes out angry, blames the UK. <laughs> he loves, he freaking hates the men. He loves to blame the UK. Blame it on the UK. Because it was UK intelligence doing all these things. And Iran, same thing with Iran. You know, so there's this woman who got arrested a, a little while ago for not wearing her hijab, you know, the scarf that they wear uh, the proper way but by the morality police. They brought her in, they beat her up, and they and she ended up dying from her injuries. So, so now there's been protests ever since. She was 22 years old, you know. Young beautiful girl been protests ever since on on this this more more madness more madness these people what what the, what are they believing in what are, you know what what are they to me they're just just I I sum it up in the term of evil <laughs> evil works for me it's short sweet comes to the point I can point my finger at evil and and I know I I recognize it I know what it is I've been around it I know what it is I've seen evil. I've dealt with evil. I know what it is. You know, so this is the stuff going on. So now there's protests going on in Iran. They shut down the internet there, so people can't, uh, you know, can't spread the protest. And then now, now in, in Russia. So since Putin came out and said that he's going to send three hundred thousand troops into the Ukraine. Now keep in mind, they've lost a lot of troops, right? Tanks, troops, commanders, you know, generals, everything. Uh, equipment, airplanes. You know those pilots. It's not just like like recruiting some teenage boy and, and putting a, a gun in his hands and say, go shoot the enemy. It's not easy like that. You know, pilots need training, need extensive training to understand the aircraft. They So Russia has effectively lost air dominance over the Ukraine, the Ukraine, the Ukrainians are pushing them back in, in every area, right? So now they're doing this. They they've been to the prisons. They're they're they told these prisoners they're gonna give them, let them go after six months of duty in the Ukraine. They serve six months. If they survive, they, they they'll be free, right? So people complained in Russia about you know, you're letting criminals free. These are the worst of the worst, and you know, what are you doing? Even Brittany Griner. Is, is out there. <laughs> she said, I'll help. Oh, anything but sit around in this goddamn thing. Y'all got some hash oil? <laughs> Brittany Griner will do it for some hash oil. Yeah. So, this is the deal with the Ukraine. They are fighting with passion. They're fighting for their homeland. They're, they have the momentum. There's a lot to be said for momentum. So now they're looking at Crimea, which was taken from them a long time ago. And then I love I love all these analysts. I call them analysts. Yeah. And they're giving their they're people who don't know a, a goddamn thing about anything, giving their point of view. I'm an observant. <laughs> I'm I'm the watcher, you know? I'm a watcher. I, I'm a researcher. I like data. And I search for data and I grind in data. I've also been in crazy situations. So I can link that up to life. <laughs> any, any which way. I have sinned. I have sinned, y'all. I have sinned. I have seen sin. I have had dinner with sin and dessert. I'll tell you. 
Once you've been there, you've been there. Then you can talk. You can't talk if you haven't been there, right? Love all these priests telling you about women, <laughs> telling you about sex and whatever. I don't want to know where they've been, but I'll tell you this. The experience level is low when it comes to priests and women. <sighs> they've sinned otherwise. You know, Jesus never said, build me a church. You know that, right? It never, never came up. I know a lot about the man. <laughs> I don't know where. Never said, do that. He did talk about false prophets and all that, you know. Anyway, we'll talk. We'll talk about that on another show, another time, another place. But I'm talking about the Russians. So now the Russian borders are overwhelmed with Russian men leaving the country because they don't want, because Putin said, you know, you're going to be drafted. You're done. You're in. Even if you don't think you're in, you're in. You're sitting there having some, some borscht. You're in. So now they're leaving. So this other general from the Wagner Group, which is Putin's personal uh, uh, private army of, of, you know, basically their, you know, mercenaries, they're the ones who would do the prison drive to get these prisoners out of there to make them fight. But then the guy's talking about going and taking people's teenage children, boys and girls. Huh? This is what's going on in Russia now. So then Putin's like, oh, nuclear weapons, I'll use them. Everything in our arsenal. You know, he said that before, and people were like, oh, no. Oh, my God. He's going to nuke people. <laughs> and you think, this dude, once you start using any kind of nukes, even tactical nukes, it's over. It's over. And you're going to completely destroy the very place you're trying to take over. Right? That ain't going to work. So it's just another another empty threat from a, a bullshit artist, right? You got, uh, you know, he's very narcissistic, and those people are like that. Always full of threats. It keeps people in line. Even the American uh, media. Oh, nukes. The real people who understand. This guy cried wolf so many times with that. You know, they're not going to believe him. They don't believe you. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. I dare you. I double, double dare you. I dare you to nuke Iran. I, I dare you. I dare you. In North Korea, I dare you, Putin. You don't have the balls, Putin. Your balls are shrunken like two little Russian raisins. Little, little Russian raisins. Not even hanging low. You've got no balls from being in the bunker too long. Out of the sunshine, you crazy cancer-ridden piece of crap. Woohoo! <laughs> so, yep, it's one of those one of those Thursdays. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, uh, if you're a Russian dude, you want to get the hell out of town. You know what I mean? You want to be there. You can get your ass handed to you. Those Ukrainians ain't messing around. And we're giving them some pretty good we weapons. <laughs> we're giving them like point and shoot weapons for dummies type of weapons. You know, mostly they use Russian stuff. They seized a whole bunch of Russian equipment when they took all these lands back. So now they're pushing back to the Donbass and they're pushing back to all these regions that were controlled by these separatists. Putin's trying to have a vote. He wants people there. <laughs> go, go and vote. I mean, like, the guy's out of his mind. When he was losing all this land, he was, like, you know, at some, some christening some Ferris wheel. So, yeah. I World leader right now is not there. I'm not seeing no Putin. You look at Biden. You got to look at England. Ugh, what the hell's going on there? Dead queen. The dead queen. And people are still talking about it, like in American media, like you know, we're we're mourning the loss of the queen. Oh, she's not your queen. You're mourning the loss. But everybody has different views. I know. I'm not gonna kick the corpse too hard tonight. I promise. <laughs> I promise. But I'm watching this stuff. You know what? I like the emotion behind it. I like that Prince Harry's starting to get douche chills over. 
his, his crappy actions, the way he's been towards his own family. Royals aside, I'm just talking about people, right? Because we can all identify with douchery and douchebags on all levels of people and all of our families, everybody, right? There's always a something there. Luckily, I'm the douchebag in the family. So, so with me, it's different. <laughs> when you are the one, you are the black sheep. It's a little different. So Harry let this Barbie princess push him around, grabbed his little raisins and twisted him up. And, you know, he's he's got mommy issues up the kazoo. His father was never there. You know what? I mean, his whole life has been marred, really, with his mom acting like a butana, kicking her legs up with all these all these men. Where that that was unnecessary. You know, she was riding the carousel, and the women, you know, will say, "Oh, well, she's allowed to do that." You know what? There's something about self-respect, and that self-respect pours over onto your family. So. Just like Britney Spears, so a whole nother level than than any kind of royalty or anything, uh, you know, the Louisiana trailer park version of royalty, right? Her sons are mortified over the naked pictures that she's posting of herself. She's over forty years old. She's on there, and and here she is, naked, naked, naked. She's not known as a nude model. She's not known as a naked person. She's not known as anything like that. She was was a pop star a long time ago. Elton John comes running out and gives her a song for her to sing and do and whatever, and then, boom, it was up in the charts. Now it's gone, and that's it. It's over. So the only thing she has is showing her naked body on this horrible social media. I'm not a huge fan of social media, you know, like like I was in the beginning. I, I think that it, it allows people to really exercise their demons that's for sure, in front of the whole world, and you can't take it back. There's no undo button. And these are your own personal... I mean, this is her goddamn kids. Same for Harry. So Harry has this woman... The only thing this woman cares about is herself. She does not care about Harry. She doesn't. She cares about money. That big, fat royal wallet, she wants that all day long. That's why she went down to, to the, the funeral to begin with. Apparently, she wore a microphone and she recorded things. <laughs> like, okay, that's the kind of person you want to stay away from. That's the kind of person, right? the one with the microphone up her ass, who's going to record you and your family's private moments so she can put it on her podcast at a later date. Oh, who's that sound like? Ooh, it sounds sounds like, uh, you know, Will Smith's wife there, doesn't it? Uh, Jada. Jada, Jada, same, same. Tells Will Smith about her illicit relationship with that young guy just she had for two years. Going around riding the carousel, tells her husband on her podcast in front of everyone. Should have seen his face. I had to look at the clip but on YouTube just to see the guy get dismantled by, by this horrible, evil person. And then he stays with her and slaps a comedian for her. <laughs> yeah. They're still trying to talk about that. They're still trying to get get some some roadage, you know, out of that. So whatever. It comes down to people's emotions, and that's what I like. I don't want it scripted, baby. I want it real. I want it real. So Harry feels heartbroken and excluded from from being uh, shifted out of the family, all right. And my my answer to that is what what did you expect? You're, you're a smart guy. You're not stupid. You were raised in the best schools by the best people with the best, the best, 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 right? You've been out there in the world with your own private aircraft flying around. You must see something. <laughs> you know? And then he's got this girl, but you know what it is? This is this is a problem with men in general. When they get pussy drunk. They are not themselves. They become something else. They they become it becomes a whole primal thing. Now, especially if that pussy drunkenness comes with someone who knows what to do and how to push his buttons and how to control, wrap them around their little fingers. This guy lost his mom, right? And think about Harry when he was 
naked in Las Vegas, getting drunk, falling into pools, laughing his ass off. That's when he was alive. Now he's dead. He's as dead as everybody else. All dead as the queen. Dead as his mother. The guy's dead because he is with this this horrible blood sucking leech who will have no problem dismantling him. She already did going on Oprah with him. Look at the stuff they said about the queen and calling them racists. They're racist. He said, she said, racist. Oprah sucking that up, eating it up like a big bag of pork rinds. Eating it up alive. No skin off of Oprah's jib. She gets to live her crappy life every day. Her crappy, good crappy life. I remember the shows that she started doing often in the beginning, man. Talk about using people. Talk about, you know, uh, exploitation. Exploitation. Isn't that what that is? So these guys went on there. The girl knew what she was doing. Harry was just some idiot sitting there, right? And they dismantled the, his blood family. Let me tell you, man, women come and go. Women come and go. Same thing for, for you, your, your guy and your guy friends and all that. These girls will come in. The second they come in, well, the first thing that they love to do is put a wedge between you and everyone who loves and cares about you to isolate you. I'm not talking about all women, but I'm talking about these types of women. The Jadas, right? People like that. They're out there. To Will Smith actually said in an interview one time that that he wanted to be so famous that he could be with a woman and she would never cheat on him or whatever. Like that's any kind of measure of cheating. Measurement of cheating. And it's, it's unfortunate that he levitated to somebody who would be so uh, abuse, abusive to him. That's abusive. Come on my show. In front of the world. And the only reason why people were watching is because he was there. And then she drops the bomb right in his lap that she's been duking some other dude for a couple of years. Younger and better. Well, I saw pictures of them together, man. She looked pretty happy. I saw pictures of her with Will Smith and she never, never even smiles. So she's with him for one reason and one reason only. Monet. Monet. Where would she be? Where would Jada be without Will Smith? She's a great actress and whatever. No, nothing. She's nothing. Uh, as a, a basically attractive woman. She had something that he uh, uh, linked up to, and then she used it against him. Oh, man, I've been in love like that. When you're like that pussy drunk love, that lusty love, as people can, can tell you, you're acting like a fool. Well, no, you don't want to hear. No, no, no. No, no, no. You don't know. You don't know the way she is. <laughs> and then when it's all broken apart and they 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 shatter you like a like a, a, a plate of glass and leave you there in pieces. And there was another dude in the after late late afternoon <laughs> break up with you at one. There was another guy by three. And they they get off on it, these people. They get off on that. They they have this this like like I don't know. Some of them have the need to do it. Some of them like to do it. Some of them just like to smash people into pieces. So when you're dealing with someone like that, the worst thing you could do to them is when they they shatter you. You say too too late. See you later. Have a good one. I got a friend going through it now. Gave her a ring. Guy's waiting for her. She just broke up with him because she says she has to go take care of things. From where she came from, which isn't where he is. And then, uh, you know, she left. And the guy's pining for her. And you know what? It, it kills me because who needs that crap? Who needs that crap, you know? Gave her a ring. He told her, hold on to the ring. Hold on to it. So I have love for my friends, even though I'm willing to talk about them here on the show. But you don't know who the hell he is. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he is listening to the shows. <laughs> so I'm clear on both sides. But he ain't the dude, the, the douche and duchess of sucking. These people, they're they're oh my god. So now now she's bleeding heart, being left out in the cold. 
Oh my God, they're so horrible, those people. Oh. Man, what an unflattering dress Megan was wearing. <laughs> you got, I love which Wicked Witch of the West ain't jealous of this. <laughs> oh man, she got some. She should have had a witch hat on. That's kind of how it goes, right? Look at her trying to console Harry. Harry pulling away from her. Body language. It's all about body language. And her trying to pull him back on. You did this. You harlot. You whore. You did this to me and my family. Ooh, the queen mom. No. Uh, let's see. Let's read this. <clears throat> when they stepped back as senior members of the royal family in January of 2020, the Duke and Duchess of Sucket dreamed of a progressive new role within the monarchy that would see them uh, to work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. Please start saying that. That's my comment for that one. Yeah, right. They tried to, to push the woke among the royals. That ain't going to work. The woke woke is bullcrap. You know what it is? It's a candy bar. They take the wrapper off and there ain't nothing inside, man. It's that. It's all these people who don't want responsibility for themselves. And then they're going to put it on everybody else. But it doesn't matter what they themselves do. Like Harry, you know, going out. Oh, global warming and your carbon footprint. And it's so important that your your energy and energy needs are, are taken care of, but you got to cut back, and everybody's got to cut back. Not him and his private aircraft. No, because he gets to zoom off and tell you about be, him being woke. Come on, man. All right. We have witnessed since Queen Elizabeth II's death is Harry and Meghan being offered a, a form of half-in, half-out royalty. Well, they got uninvited. First, they were invited to some thing. They were uninvited. <laughs> they were like, uh-oh. First, you're invited. Uninvited and it feels so bad. As they have been uh, reunited with royals. But everybody's turned their backs on them. Look at Megan trying to play the, the victim. That's what... See, that's the most dangerous thing with people when they automatically think there's some kind of victim. After all people have suffered through in this goddamn world, these, I mean, she's very wealthy, especially with his money now. Extremely, they're filthy, disgusting rich, right? But they're a victim. She's a victim. And she got him convinced that he's a victim. You know, they didn't even call Harry to say that the, that the queen mom is dead. He found out from social media. <laughs> Probably sitting on her show. I've got something to tell you, Harry. And it's going to hurt like a motherfucker. The queen mom is dead. And you never got a chance to apologize for being a blood-sucking man. <laughs> that was live, actually, from... <laughs> That was live. Yeah. Overprivileged prick! <laughs> well, where'd I come from? Uh, let's see. But failing to feature among the 1,000 strong guest list for one of the biggest palace powwows in living memory. That's the biggest palace powwow. A woman's dead. Took a long time to get her where she was going too, man. And I saw U-Haul being pulled behind her, behind her hearse. I got a feeling she's taking it with her. These guys aren't going to be very happy. Let's see. All right. Yeah. Well, Prince Charles wants to. He wants to cut Harry out. He's got a vendetta. He's pissed off. He's like, "You're not my son anyway. <laughs> You're not my son anyway." You're out, you little ginger bastard. Out. Uh, I'm the king. I can do whatever I want. In denying them the opportunity to rub shoulders with the likes of Joe Biden, the U.S. president, 
even though he doesn't know that he is. And uh, Jacinda Adern, New Zealand's prime minister, is she the one who likes to party? Or is that somebody else? <laughs> oh, one of them likes to shake her booty. I like that. Uh, yeah, you hobnob, <laughs> hobnob with Joe Biden. <laughs> Over who? Who are you now? Oh, I'm Harry. You know? Oh, Harry, Harry, Harry. Yes, yes, I know Harry. Uh, Harry Potter. I've watched your movies. I, uh, you know, I just got one of those goddamn earwax. Jelly beans the other day had to spit it out. Right your 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 uh, funeral. Some funeral I was at. Oh, that was the Queen Mom. That was my grandmother. Well, oh, tell her she makes goddamn lousy goddamn jelly beans. You know, whatever happened to the strawberry? You know, no grape. You know, maybe even watermelon, even though it's kind of ethnic for me. Yes, yes, Mr. Biden. <laughs> Oh, I love your movies. So that remind you, I want to sniff her hair. <laughs> See you later. See ya. But where, where? By the way, kid, where am I? <laughs> where the hell am I? <laughs> A question I ask myself all day long. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Oh, you're, you're in your apartment, stupid. Where else are you gonna be <laughs> if you're afraid to go outside? Oh, that's right. I almost forgot. Here we go. All right. <laughs> anyway, don't, don't let people dismantle your lives. That that that's the essence of all of this stuff. Don't let don't act like the douche and duchess of suck it. Otherwise, you're gonna be on the outs, man. You're gonna be on the outs. And then uh the, I guess. Will and Kate. So William is the one taking over the money, you know, because King Charles, if he he keeps running his fortune, he's gonna have to pay taxes. So he's avoiding that and giving it all to to Will, right? Will's next in line for the throne. And uh, let's see. So, but Will and Kate want Harry and Meghan to acknowledge the pain they've caused to fix the royal rift, and they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. The girl. Megan has nothing to lose. If she divorces Mr. Gingerbread tomorrow, she walks away with most of his money and all the other stuff involved, you know, and you know what? That's that she's got the babies and the whole bit. So she's got the royal anchors. And that's it. She's done. Even if it fails now. In her mind, she's past this. So it doesn't matter how people treat him think he cares and then after he loses her you know she'd been married before she'd been around that's why she's older than him that's why she knows how to control him she knows exactly how to control him and people like that you can't give them not one inch those a relationship with someone who's narcissistic is exhaustive because they're always fighting they're always on you know and unless you know how to diffuse things you're you're going to be uh, depleted of your energy, right? Of even your your very soul takes a hit around people like that. So, but let's see. A royal insider has offered up a solution for fixing uh, to fixing Pat, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's rift with the rest of the royal family. We we've, we've come upon we come upon the conclusion we had a large meeting. And we ultimately decided that Megan has to go. It doesn't matter how she goes, by the way, but we want her to go. And there's a million dollars involved if she is gone, as as it were. <laughs> yeah. You see how the, the euro is dunked lower than the dollar now? Isn't that crazy? The, the pound's almost there, too. You know, they used to be much higher. Now's the time to travel to uh, to visit, maybe the Ukraine. <laughs> I hear Russia needs generals. I don't know, man. Maybe Putin should be looking online for generals. You know, there's a lot of a lot of worthy generals that fight the, those video games, Command and Conquer, whatever. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> Get somebody with some experience. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, there were there was this big tete-a-tete. They were going to get together, and then 
you know, Harry and Meghan were going to go, and then they were like, oh, but but you're not invited. Or they were uninvited. Worse yet, the the King Charles saw the mother. I'm not having them there. Like I said, he's not even my son. <laughs> it's too embarrassing as it is. <laughs> I want that to come out finally, man. I want to hear, you know what? Talk about standing out in the cold. We've stripped you of all your cash, everything. Then Megan be out of there. I'm out of here. Bye. And tell him on his podcast, you broke bastard. <laughs> I'm out. Harry's like, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? That's like, it was that movie uh, with Dudley Moore. <laughs> what the hell is that movie? They're like, you know, he, he lost all of his money. He was like this rich dude who didn't want to marry this girl and whatever and lost all of his money. He was just drunk. Then he falls in love with Liza Minnelli. Ugh. Dude, dude, where's your taste in women? There's people that I have to question. There's people. Uh, Bill Clinton. Where's your taste in women? Ugh. God. Anyway. But, yep. I think that, uh, you know, I do remember that Burger King offered Harry a job not that long ago, so that might be something. Might be something, but he ain't no king. He could, maybe he could be the Burger King. He could <laughs> put his crown on. I'm the burger. I'm the burger king. Come get my burger. Ooh, I've got a whopper for you. <laughs> you know, you want to, you want to get even with the royal family? Yeah, yeah. Just go and be the burger king, and I think that'd take care. Of, that'd take care of the whole thing. Yeah, don't worry about that high tea. Worry about those. Hot fries. Give me some hot fries, Harry. Make him work at, like, various locations, too, you know. And the worst possible places, like the Burger Burger King in Bedford-Stuyvesant <laughs> or out in Compton. I don't know. The worst possible places. What can I do for you? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to order my Whopper and you sounded like some kind of princely fag. I don't need that. Just take my order, motherfucker. You know, are you listening? Can you hear me on this stupid thing? Yes, yes, sir. I can hear you. I'm, I'm Prince Harry, former, the, the, the Harry formerly known as Prince. Yeah, I don't care what the fuck you are. I want a Whopper without cheese, without anything on it, and give me some hot-ass fries. And I want was a, give me a milkshake, motherfucker. I want vanilla. I'm gonna live for a minute. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. <laughs> the Harry, formerly known as Prince. <laughs> ah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. 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 So. In the push for for making meat like things that isn't meat or aren't meat that don't that they but they look like meat, you've got this beyond meat has been pushed, right? And I you know what I tried it one time. It gave me three days straight of diarrhea, and I knew that was that beyond meat. And man, it was it was beyond meat. It was beyond meat, right? And I never went back. I was like, I'm not touching that stuff ever again. You know, <laughs> I try to stay away from things that make me violently ill. And, and yeah, I'm going to blame that because that was what I ate. So, but now they're not faring well. You know, the, the vegetarians out there don't really eat stuff like this because they don't eat meat. And they don't want things that look like meat that remind them of meat, which makes sense. So the only market these guys are really going for is that crossover market of the people saying, you know, I feel like being a little healthy, so I'm going to try this beyond meat. Meanwhile, it's the most unhealthy thing in the world because it's all full of these, these you know, massive ingredients. It's a highly processed food. Let me say that processed foods are bad. Processed foods are bad. Highly processed. So here we go. Beyond meat, COO. Doug Ramsey suspended after allegedly biting a man's nose. So this is a different kind of story. It's a story about love. 
of of meat and how this guy was so hungry being the COO of beyond meat he actually bit a guy's nose i do like biting stories cuz cuz it's really reserved for the most psycho people out there <laughs> that would just run up to you and bite you uh, bite your nose i've only known psycho people that ever did that right a top executive at a vegan food company beyond meat was suspended after he was accused of taking a bite out of a man's nose outside of a University of Arkansas football game over the weekend. Urgh, football! Let me bite your nose. Chief Operating Officer Doug Ramsey was suspended immediately after the 53-year-old allegedly punched and chomped down on a victim's nose. I mean, that's that's talk about being in your face. You know what I mean? Like being so mad at a at a game that you're gonna bite someone's nose. Ramsey was arrested Saturday for the attack, which left the victim uh, with the flesh taken off the tip of his nose. That sucks. You know how the guy's gonna have to go through all kinds of stuff to get that fixed. I guess some cheap, probably poor. You get some cheap nose. It's going to fall off like Michael Jackson's nose used to fall off. Freak people out. Ramsey is also accused of threatening to kill the man in the dispute, which broke out while they were leaving a parking garage in their cars following the Arkansas Razorbacks. You see, Razorbacks is very violent right there. <laughs> That's not a nice name, Razor. <laughs> Rusty Razorbacks. Their win over Missouri State, Missouri. Ramsey joined the vegan company after he was with Tyson Foods for 30 years. So for 30 years, he killed chickens. 30 years. 30 years, three decades of chicken murder. Killed billions of chickens over 30 years, this guy. All of a sudden, he, he does the sidestep over to Beyond Meat, and he's got a conscience. And he's a nose biter. Who do they have working for them anyway? Oh my God. And, and announcing Ramsey's hiring last year, Beyond Meat founder and CEO Ethan Brown said he could not be more thrilled to bring the experienced chicken murderer executive on board. How's he has a feel now? <laughs> How's he feel? How's it feel now? This beyond sausage. I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go there. Beyond sausage. Sounds like gender misidentification. Beyond burger. Brown also said Ramsey brings a proven track record of impressive, impressive operational excellence in the protein industry that our global partners, customers, and consumers expect and deserve. He's got a nose in it, apparently. He's got his nose to the grindstone. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> the company has struggled mightily this year. Uh, the company stock has dropped 75%, which has brought its market value down to just $1.02 billion. Three years ago, the company was worth $13.4 billion. To show you that even though it sounds like a lot of money, they're losing it. Because yeah, nobody wants... Nobody wants a nose biter. Nobody wants that. You know what I mean? So Ramsey was actually charged with terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. Because he's eating these goddamn Beyond Burgers, man. Make you crazy. Make you crazy. Right? Some fake meat. Make you start going for someone's nose. You have to be really mad to bite somebody in the nose. I've only known one guy in my life that bit somebody, he bit someone's nose completely off. Although I do know a guy who shot someone through the nose. That's not the same thing. <laughs> you know, this guy, I'm from the city, man, all right, all right? I, I just happen to know these people. <laughs> you know, the people that we meet in our daily lives. <laughs> but this this club I used to hang out on Long Island, and initially this guy had all these uh, bikers that worked there, right? And there was one biker in particular named Frankie Bear. And I'd talk to him, be friendly, because you have to, you know, like <laughs> you, you have to be friendly with psychopaths. You can't be aggressively angry. 
Although if they step to you, you you have to to back that down, right? So, but I was talking to this guy, and he was uh, a one percenter in the gang, which means the top one percent. If you are are a person that has a one percent tattoo, these guys will cut it off of you because if you're not, if you're not, that's how important it is to them. You know how your rules are important to you? These bikers that will sign important rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm talking to this dude. And then, you know, he was telling me how he prospect that he, well, he didn't have to prospect. I'm like, you know, that's normal path for a biker. They, you know, I don't know. They go through a whole process of, of being accepted, right? And the guy's like, well, there was this fight going on between the gang and this other gang. And, you know, I wanted to get in, so I ran up to the guy who was shooting and grabbed his gun and bit his nose off. So he runs up to the dude shooting, grabs his gun, and bites his nose off. Probably grabbing the gun would have been enough, but but the nose biting, definitely priceless. Man. <laughs> Memorable as I'm telling the story today. And then you, you know something about the guy. When, he, when someone tells you a story like that, you just know something about them. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Don Lemon. CNN. The king. Right? The king of CNN. (laughs) The Mr. I'm not going anywhere. CNN needs me. (laughs) Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Claims the new CNN role that he has now, because, of course, he lost his primetime 10 o'clock time slot. His new CNN role is a promotion, despite losing his primetime show. It's a promotion, right? Don Lemon sounded off Thursday night, insisting that his new job co-hosting CNN's morning show is a promotion, even as the network axed his primetime show. CNN boss... Chris Licht revealed the network's programming overhaul. You know, because CNN is trying to move center. They've been left for so long, they were left without any ratings. Nobody wants to hear from them. Their outlandish claims, downright lies, fabrications, all of these things, people understand that about them. As they make this move, it's going to be nearly impossible to go back. People are always going to remember how corrupt CNN is and how horrible, uh, I mean, really leftist, extremist, make it all up as you're going along, horribleness. That's CNN. That's what they became, right? That's what they became. Don Lemon is the face of that. So was Chris Cuomo. They got rid of Chris Cuomo because of all the shenanigans he was doing. And now they put Don Lemon in the morning. He said, I was presented with an opportunity that I can't pass up at this network. Lemon insisted that his ratings challenged 10 p.m. show. (laughs) Don Lemon tonight. (laughs) You know, his ratings were in the toilet, right? He continued, and we have a new boss who is a morning show impresario, and he wants a morning show that will kick off the editorial direction of the networks every single day. I'm honored that he would ask me to do it. He also said, take the job or you're fired. So so I did. (laughs) And that's an honor in of itself. (laughs) Lich had been tasked with lifting the ratings at the third place CNN. Is only, you know, it's only three. Which includes remaking the cable news's network's primetime lineup, as well as reinventing its Flailing Morning Show. New Day, it's called. It's a new day. And Don Lemon is one of your new day people is going to take you into the morning hour. Right? Uh, you know, people who watch that crap. Who watches that stuff? Who watches that stuff, really? Uh-uh. Well, part of that reinvention includes moving away from the punditry and, and towards the centrist. By the way, Check me out tomorrow on The Centralist at 10 p.m. with Joe Montaldo and a host, a host of, of impressively knowledgeable people and a mystery guest. So how's that? 
So let's see. In recent weeks, the network canned Bryant Setzer. That was funny. I love that one. <laughs> it was, he was the outspoken host of the now-canceled Reliable Sources. But they weren't Reliable Sources. There was bullshit. He should have said the new show called This Bullshit. Right? Lies. It was all lies. And so, And they asked uh, John Hardwood. I have no idea who that is. And the scandal-scarred Jeffrey Tubin. That's the guy that was masturbating during a, a, uh, a Zoom meeting. Right? Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> and let's see. Oh, they got rid of the, the New Day anchors, John Berman and Brianna Keeler. They're they're gone. They're all gone. Gone, gone, gone. So but Lemon told viewers Thursday that the move to the new morning show was his choice. Yes. <laughs> his choice. He could also choose to be unemployed, right? He should do that and sue them for racism. That's what's going on. You know, there's a Byron Allen who owns the Weather Channel is suing McDonald's for $10 billion, $10 billion saying that because they're racist, they don't want to advertise on his crap channels, and then therefore he lost revenue because of that. And then because of that lost revenue, he's suing them for the lost revenue, which would never total up to $10 billion. But he's doing it anyway and claiming racism. I'm going to do the same thing. All the people who didn't hire me for those cushy jobs, making over 100000 bucks a year, I'm going to sue you for not hiring me because you messed up my income and then you financially damaged me and then you denied me the, that revenue and therefore I'm suing you for $100 billion. God damn it. That's right. Walmart's going to feel, they're going to feel that chill. <laughs> All right, anyway, I'm going to end the show, man, talking about this Don Lemon idiot. So, yeah, they're going to have these idiots in the morning that will last for a short time. And then uh, they're going to run out of contract and get rid of them. So, goodbye, Don Lemon. I'll see you guys next week on this year's show. Love you all. Bye. <laughs>